What's up, everyone? It's Monday, September 21st. We are live at 5. I'm Paul Wontorek. And I'm Beth Stevens. And we're joined, as always, by Caitlin Moynihan. What up? What no. up? Hey, someone really awesome is here today who's having a big moment today because he has a brand new TV show premiering today, tonight on Fox Filthy Rich. Who's here today, Beth? Oh, the wonderful and talented Corey Cott is with us today. Yay. Fantastic. With a beard. <laughs> Things are changing, you know. Media. Quarantine. Yeah, exactly. We will see that beard. But first, let's do some news. Well, we have to talk Emmys, Paul. It's very important. All right. That's right. The, the Emmy show was actually like really like pretty entertaining. They like pulled off like a good, the parts I saw were really interesting. I liked it. I don't know. So that's right. The primetime Emmys were last night and we have some of our theater people that got honored. First of all, Jasmine Cephas Jones and her father, Ron Cephas Jones are the first, there they are, the first father daughter team that have both won. Um, Jasmine, of course, was in Hamilton. I don't need to tell you that. Ron's been in a ton of shows, off-Broadway especially. And there are more. There are more Broadway alums. Tony winner, Billy Crudup, won for his role on The Morning Show. Uzo Aduba, she just racks up those Emmy Awards. Uh, won for Mrs. America, Mark Ruffalo. For I know this as much is true. Uh, our lovely two-time Tony winner, Cherry Jones, for her guest appearance in Succession. And Jeremy Strong, who was on Broadway, won for Succession as well. Lots of other, uh, of course, everyone loved The Greatest Showman in Zendaya. Won last night, not for that, but for, for her role on, um, <laughs> that would have been weird. Uh, for her, for, it's her first Emmy for HBO's Euphoria. And Schitt's yeah. Creek just swept the comedy. All the comedy categories, Schitt's Creek won. So that was the big comedy winner of the night. Big night for the Emmys. I'm glad you had fun watching it, Paul. That's important. I did. <laughs> I did. But but mostly I was watching Ratchet all weekend. I, I totally, mm. oh my God, it was so good. Anyway, but that's unrelated. That's next year's Emmys. Right, so there you Carlson go. So Carlson will be a 2020, right. we'll be talking about her a year from now. We might also <laughs> be talking about the boys in the band because as you know, the boys in the band Netflix film is coming out September 30th. And they announced today they're releasing a documentary too called The Boys in the Band, colon, Something Personal. Uh, and it features interviews with late playwright Mark Crowley, who Beth and I are both lucky enough to get to meet. Uh, there's director Joe Mantello and the cast. Let's Can I name them? Because they're fantastic. Please uh, name them. Matt Quinto, Matt Bomer, Jim Parsons, Andrew Reynolds, Robin De Jesus, Brian Hutchinson, <laughs> Michael Benjamin Washington, Tuck Watkins, and Charlie Carver who, by the way, is also in Ratchet. Michael Benjamin Washington and Charlie Carver are both in Ratchet. They both well, have fantastic your, roles. There's your Ryan Murphy crossover. I go. love the Ryan Murphy like company so, of the performers. Family. It's, yes, so, it's yes. so cool how he does that. Anyway, uh, you can get a sneak peek of the documentary on our site now, and it'll be on Netflix. I don't know when. The I same guess day the same, in September 30th. Same day. Okay. Same day. It's like bonus material. That's it's like right. when you like Beth and I remember the day when you would buy DVDs and then there'd be bonus features. It's right. basically that. A little lack of insight. There you go. Yeah. All right. So I love the the name of this this news story. What the hell is a republic anyway? 
What are we talking about? We're talking about New York Theatre Workshop announced today the initial group of projects that they want to do for the 2021 Artistic Instigators, which is a great name. This one features uh, Tony winner, Dennis O'Hare and Lisa Peterson diving, there he is, diving deep into the history of the Roman Republic. And they are also talking about their own process in doing that. So it's performed in four parts with episode one tomorrow at 7 p.m., episode two, October 6th at 7 p.m., episode four on November 2nd. You can find out all the information and get tickets at the New York Theater Workshop site, nytw.org. And there are seven more upcoming projects, so there's a lot to dig into. Cool. Um, Six is a musical people really like, and it almost premiered on Broadway. It finished its entire preview period, and then uh, it, the day of the shutdown was the day of their opening. Anyway, we'll get it'll be back. It'll be back, but it'll be back in London actually sooner. But today we found out the original stars of the West End production of Six. So these are the ladies that you've been singing along with on that cast right. recording. Uh, they're doing a live concert on Saturday, October 10th at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time because they're not in America. So that's a normal time for them to do a concert. And you pay for it. <laughs> Tickets are $15. Um, and it's presented in person to a socially distant audience at London's Oval Space and live streamed to over 100 countries. Are there that it's many? everywhere. I there, don't know. There, are. there are. There, there are, are more there than are. six. More yeah. Than, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all, I'm sure all you six fans are going to want to check that out. And they're saying it's a tribute to various female pop stars, which is kind of what their show is too. Super fun. Well, I'm going to tell you about today. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Go Broadway. ahead. Today in Broadway. Today in Broadway. We have no elegant way of doing that, but you know what? We've had so much downbeat. Uh, history and news. We've got some good stuff to tell you today. We're today we are celebrating Billy Porter. Oh, Billy Porter. Yes. The Billy Porter sure. was born on this day in 1969. He's an actor, a director, a writer, a producer, a red carpet superstar. <laughs> well, that 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 came later. We knew him when. Now he's a red carpet. When. Shall we go back? Let me just tell you why he's so, first of all. Billy won a 2013 Tony Award for his role as Lola in the Tony-winning musical Kinky Boots. And he made history last year when he won an Emmy Award for his role as Pray Tell on Pose. And the history part he was nominated again last night. He was nominated nominated. again last night. And he, he was the first openly gay black man to win in a leading category at the Emmys. Okay. That's right. I forgot. I forgot that fun fact. I'm here for the history part of this. This is what we're doing. But let's go back. Um, Billy made his Broadway debut in Miss Saigon, the original production of Miss Saigon. Uh, but I would say his breakthrough stage role came when he played the teen angel in the revival of Greece. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Go listen to that recording sometime, guys. Um, and his most recent Broadway role was as Aubrey Lyles in Shuffle Along, I'm gonna read it, Shuffle Along or the Making of the Musical Sensation of 1921 and all that followed. Right. Honestly, it was Pose that really catapulted him to stardom and gave him all of those red carpet looks. He famously wore his tuxedo gown at the Oscars. And mm-hmm. he has, but you know what? He's been a performer all his life. He was born in Pittsburgh. He had a love of musical theater early on. He attended, he even attended a performing arts high school. He went to Carnegie Mellon. 
And he is the definition of someone who paid his dues. He has many stage credits. The most notable ones that I just want to highlight here are the 20th anniversary of Angels in America, which he did off-Broadway. He played Belize. And he had a solo show. Do you remember this, Paul? You ghetto superstar at Joe's Pub? Uh, Of course I remember it. I know you do. I know you do. Anyway, once he, he's really embraced his feminine side on the red carpet, he loves to be outrageous. He loves to catch the eyes with that. There he is. Last sure. year, if we travel in time to 2019, on the state, September 21st, Billy Porter, there he is on his birthday. It was a milestone birthday for him last year. And he threw himself a disco-themed party, complete with stars like Ricky Martin and Laverne Cox and Broadway pal Shoshana Bean, who serenaded him. He's done everything. He's put out records. He's directed, he's written plays, and he's always doing something new. And one of his most exciting upcoming projects is he will play the fairy godmother in the upcoming live action, Cinderella. So we'll look for that, hopefully. I thought you were gonna say the other thing. He's directing the the life. He's directing Mm -hmm. the life. We talked about it last week for Uncle. I was getting there, but okay. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I got so excited. Yes, he's always got something going on. He's an exciting performer. He's a wonderful person, and he's very inspiring. So, happy birthday, Billy Porter. Yes, where's the confetti? Need a confetti gun. Anyway, Caitlin, you got your confetti gun now? I was trying to find something to, like, be able to throw, but Mm. I don't. Sorry, I don't have anything either. We're not prepared, Billy. I have Uh, peanuts. He watches every day. Yeah. Hey. Thank you, Beth, for all that information. Caitlin, will you please properly introduce today's guest? Gladly. Yes, you guys, today we got Mr. Corey Cott here with us to kick off a fresh new week of Live at Five Home Edition live right here on Facebook and YouTube. We are celebrating that tonight, Filthy Rich is premiering on Fox. It's a brand new TV show starring stage favorite. Corey Cott. Y'all know him and love him from starring on Broadway in Newsies, GG, Bandstand. Rest in peace. I'll never forget Bandstand. Thank you very much. He's been on screen in a bunch of things as well. He's been in Z, the beginning of everything, the good fight, public morals. He's done it all. You can follow him on Instagram at nap on a cot. Very clever. Leave all of your questions in the comments below. And everyone, please welcome Corey and Paul. Yes, hey. Nap on a Cot is here. I'm here. How are you doing? I'm great. Uh, happy birthday to Billy Porter. Billy oh, Porter's yeah. album at the corner of Broadway and Soul was oh, a seminal. Are you kidding me? Me too. I love that album. album. In my uh, musical theater, you know, upbringing and uh, life. Beautiful, beautiful performer. I remember he came and saw, or he came uh, to Carnegie Mellon and taught when I was like a sophomore and we were all just, uh-huh. and that was really before he ascended into superstardom, not what he is now. Yeah. Well, even then we were like, oh, this guy's the best. And he, he is, he's, he's amazing. Uh, anyways, I had to, had to drop that. Do in. you want to sing anything from that album right now? That Billy Porter oh, concert, Joe's Pub concert oh. album, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Shining in the eyes of every time. <laughs> oh man, his he sings, or maybe he sings that. I think he sings "Awaiting You" in that album, but he sings that on uh, the the Adam Gettle Myths and Hymns album too. But he definitely sings mm. "Sunday." His version, yes, of with the Broadway inspirational voice. Yep, like amazing, amazing. Oh yeah. So enough about Billy Porter. He gets ah, enough attention. It's about Corey Cott right now. 
I guess How you doing, so. sir? This is a big, this is a big day. I'm so honored that you're here on debut day. Oh, this is man. I've been looking at this date for you know when they announce a TV show's coming with people I like. You get this far off date and you just like wait for it. And we had Aaron Lazar here like in August, and he's yeah. he's on the show too. But it's here. It's on tonight. It's, it's on here. It's Fox been long... 9 p.m. Eastern uh, nine, time. 9 p.m. Eastern. Hulu tomorrow. Hulu tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> You know, it's been a long time coming, too. I mean, we were supposed to originally, originally premiere last fall, and then right. it got pushed to January, and then it got pushed to the spring, and then COVID hit, and they were like, let's capitalize on this fall because there's not going to be as many new shows, which I think now is was a really smart decision. So it's finally arrived. I'm very excited. I'm excited for many reasons, but it's the cast is unbelievable. And then we have some theater peeps in there. We got uh, uh, myself and Rachel York and Aaron Lazar and... Gerald McCraney's, I know, done a lot of uh, uh -huh. New York stuff. And so it's it's a good group. And Kim, you know Kim's, Kim's done Broadway. Kim Cattrall, I was going to say, Kim Cattrall's a theater person. She's People don't think of, she's a real theater person. person. People yeah. don't think of her that way, but right. she really is. She is. She's yeah. very versatile. She's so good in the show, too. Um, yeah, I'm okay. really excited for people to see how transformational she is from, I mean, my most, really my understanding of her is Samantha, and I think she transcends to a Sex whole, in the city, sex in the city. Sex in the city, sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Most people just say Samantha, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, um, which is so iconic in its own way, but she transcends to a completely different thing in, in this show that I'm so excited for people to see, yeah. But from what I hear... She delivers the fun in the same way that Samantha did. And, and you're going to definitely like, you know, what? can we before we get into what this show's about? Yeah, uh, we're going to watch it. We're going to show a clip. Can we show a little oh, clip of we're yes. going to show a little clip of you on Filthy Rich. OK, roll the clip. These are my children, Rose and Eric. Rose. I'm the senior VP of operations, at least until the dust settles. And uh, you know, from my perspective, there's no way I'm giving a single piece of my family company to a hooker, hmm? a hoodlum, and a drug dealer. Yo, I'm gonna knock your teeth in, homie. This is my hummingbird cake. I made it myself this morning, especially for you. <laughs> Becca, <laughs> I'm not a hooker. You're not a, yeah, I pulled up Sin Wagon on my laptop. Nuns, milkmaids, farm girls, doing the most despicable, disgusting things. So you subscribe to our premium package? I'm in. Sign me up. It's my new favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> you're very kind. You're very, very kind. Paul. No, so you're, you're Eric, right? That's yeah. his name? Yeah. Um, and so let's set this up a little bit. Kim okay. Cattrall's your mom. Kim Cattrall's my mom. And, and her Gerald McGrain is your dad. Gerald so McGrain sort of set up who they are and what how and who those people are that showed up in the boardroom. Okay. So Gerald McGrain, Kim Cattrall are play uh respectively uh Eugene and Margaret Monroe, or the Monroe family. And the Monroe family runs the Sunshine Network, which is a very successful Christian network uh television network, a la, you know. Oprah, but you know, for you know, Christians, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're on the cusp of uh, launching a retail arm, uh, a digital retail arm, you know, like almost like an Amazon shopping arm, kind of. And on that, the cusp of launching that, my dad, Eugene, goes down in a plane crash. Mm -hmm. And this is all within the first, you know, right? No, this is not a spoiler, this is the setup, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it comes out and he dies, and it comes out in his will that he has three illegitimate children from three different women who are wow. also heirs to the thro the proverbial throne, uh, Monroe Corporation. 
And so they come in uh, wanting a, a big piece of the pie and not just a piece of the pie, but, you know, control and power. And that launches a, a, a chronicle of soapiness for the end of time that uh, you, you're it's just the tip of the iceberg, which is a line I say of all the things that my family, unbeknownst to Eric, because Eric is is very uh, I, I think he believes himself to be very virtuous in his beliefs he yeah. he is uh, has a lot of integrity and i i do think he does he's complicated and has a lot of secrets too um but he he takes his faith and his convictions seriously and believes in the character and the and the upright upbringing he had the good upbringing he had and all of a sudden all that's in question and he's doubting his entire life he basically the first season is chronicling an existential crisis uh that that my character is having and that was really fun to play but uh, it's this power struggle of faith, loyalty, family of these people coming in that we've never seen or understand and trying to reconcile that with what we know and understand. And uh, all, all the while it takes place in New Orleans and the South and yeah. amidst really big Spanish colonial, you know, French Quarter, Iron Rod, balcony uh, buildings and cool. beignets and uh, Sazeracs and all the things that make New Orleans New Orleans. So, Love it. Yeah. And Eric is married to Becky, but there's no um, Jerry Falwell Jr. shenanigans happening with these two, are there? Or is that season two? That'll be season two. They'll throw that in. Maybe season two. <laughs> maybe, maybe season one. Maybe I, there's a little bit of secrets. There, 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 might be, uh, there might be some pool boy in there. I, I don't, I can't give too, too much away. Um, but let's just say when I read that story, the first thing that came to mind was filthy rich. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, we do love, we do love these predicted the future a little bit. These religious characters are fun to play around with. Um, they you are. know, the people do love this. And so, and this kind of, so I actually, I'm older than you. My childhood was heavily influenced by the original Dallas. Huge. Oh, sure. Sure. Huge, and I. Yeah. So this is this is like my thing. This is your bread I love. And I, this is my bread and butter. I'm totally in. I'm yeah. I'm ready. But what yeah. about you? Do you like these kind of shows? I mean, was this fun well, to play with? It, so it took a minute because. Um, how do I say this? There, there, there are many different art forms within the art form of of, of entertainment and and film, television, and and theater. There's a lot of different genres even within those those own mediums sure and um some strengths are heightened in some of those genres and some aren't and so m doing mostly theater and musical theater that's just one you know even with musical theater there's you know the band's visit versus kinky boots versus yeah. spelling bee versus there's so many different varieties and musical comedy versus you know next to normal or something like that they're, yeah. they're very very different so knowing what genre you're in is really important and especially with a soap embracing it is is always going to help you uh land it better and have more fun than trying to make it something that it's not like it took me a second to not to to, to realize that this is not succession this is not um i may destroy uh, may destroy you that new hbo series uh there's th this is a, a a network soap and there are certain parameters and uh there's cer a certain energy that goes into creating that and leaning into that makes it a lot more fun and a lot more successful. So I, it took me a second to like get out of my own way and just trust 
the writers and the material sure. and allow it to be what it is. And, uh, but even in that, I think we, that's the setup for the, how the show begins. And I think that's the genre ultimately it lies in, but I think as the season progresses and hopefully the show, it explores a lot of different things that would not just, I think, pin pigeonhole it to one genre. And that's what I'm really excited for people to see is it's going to, it's going to establish the rules one way. And you think you're going to be going along this ride this way for a bit. And all of a sudden it's going to take a right turn and turn into something that you didn't expect. And cool. that's what I love about the character too, especially my character, but all the characters really um, one, it's an ensemble drama, which is really fun to have a really cool, big cast of characters. Um, and then also they, they've really created a lot of three dimensional people rather than just letting them sit in this very, very um, archaic kind of constricted box of who we think characters should be on a soap. Uh, as soon as you feel like you've found out something about this character or gone, okay, that's who that person is, something will shift and you'll go, oh, I didn't see that coming. And uh, that was what was really fun to play. And they didn't tell mm -hmm. us any of those things until literally like the day of or the day before. We did not get scripts ahead of time until basically shooting day. And and so it was it was like a game of Clue sometimes trying to figure out yeah. like, wait, what are, who did who did that? What? what oh, what, wow. Ah. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And and critics are loving it. And people are saying that this is just sort of like the perfect thing for right now. We all need to just lose ourselves yeah. in something. And that this is going to be one of those, one of those things. Escape to filthy rich. That's exactly <laughs> right. It is a it is a pure, uh, fun, entertaining escape that uh will take you uh on a journey with and and I the thing about it, I think everyone will see somebody that is themselves in the show um i think our show offers a, a a version of everyone in a lot of ways uh and that's that's always compelling when you when you feel like i yes i connect with that that character or i connect i connect with both of those characters um mm -hmm. and i think we have something to offer everybody so yeah and kim cattrall is also a producer what yes. so, so what is it like to like what, what's she like what was it like to work with her tell me about she it. is so good She's so good. It's a, it's a little intimidating how good she is. Um, one, you, so I was in the airport, Tate Taylor, our director, our creator and writer. Uh, he called me in LAX after I went and- Taylor who? Her. What's that? Taylor who? Tate Taylor is, is his name, Tate Taylor. Oh, Tate Taylor, okay, got Tate it. Tate Taylor, yeah. Yeah, um, I know that is, yep. And he, yeah, he directed The Help, very prolific film. Yeah, director. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he called me in the in the airport and told me I got it, and I was so excited and overwhelmed. And then I asked him, "Oh, so can you tell me who's playing Margaret?" And he said, eh, "I'm not supposed to tell you, but it's it's Kim Cattrall." And I was like, "What? <laughs> oh my gosh!" Because I immediately, I mean, I immediately went to Sex in the City, which I I wasn't as familiar with as my wife. Um, but I was like, "Oh man, that might that's got to be her return to television, which is an exciting event in in general." Yeah. Um, but then when we got to set and got to know her, I got to you know meet her and get over those jitters of like I'm with this famous person who's really really successful. Uh, you you get into the the work and she's just she's so good and so so technically good too. Like I learned a lot from her just watching her um, how to technically. Um, set up a shot with with the director and, and and block a scene and how to make that as advantageous to what mm -hmm. what she's trying to achieve is the actress and i and she was very very instructive and helpful and, and almost like a mother in a lot of ways and uh but she's she brings the heat she's so good she's so so good um and just a wonderful person and uh yeah yeah it was great i mean it 
it's it's weird when you're so familiar with seeing these people in one way on screen and it, yeah. almost as if they're like this transcendent being that's not human and then you get to be with them and you're like oh yeah you're just a human being like everyone else i don't know why i keep doing this thing and making you this iconic thing that that you're that you are but you're also not you know and right so that 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 was uh that was a challenge at first but she's awesome she's great yeah all right we're gonna take fan questions in a minute so if you guys okay. have any put them in the comment section but i want to ask you how's elliot oh he's so good he started preschool last week <gasps> oh he's wow three. Yeah. What does what does that involve? Like, and well, in, we're in Pennsylvania. And, he's, and he's three, right? He's three. Yeah. Three, so yeah. it's three. It's it's five days a week. He goes for a few hours, and they're you know they they have like snack time. <laughs> like, they learn shapes and colors, and they have activity outside. It's more just. It's honestly more for my wife and I to like have some time to just do, sure. do other normal things. Um, but uh, but he loves it. He loves it. They wear little masks when they're inside, and then they take them off outside. And he's been pretty cool. I'm truly blown away that he's not weird about it. Um, but it's weird. He's almost now like so used to the masks that it's not even. He doesn't even question it. It's just anywhere we go, we just have them, you know? And that's kind of, I wonder, I, I, I don't know. I wonder what that's going to be like when he's older is like, do you remember that time when we all wore masks? Um, it but is weird. yeah, he's, he's good. He's doing really well. And then Nolan, my youngest is, uh, he just turned one about wow. six weeks ago. So yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thanks. I'll tell him for you. <laughs> so yeah. So is it, has it been a good family time and Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe sometimes too much family uh -huh. time, but, uh, no, <laughs> um, but, uh, no, it's, it's been great. Uh, I, I can't complain in any, in any way. Um, I think, again, I think we'll look back on this time. I'll look back on this time and really appreciate the amount of time I had with my, with my parents and with my, with Meg, yeah. my wife and my kids. And, uh, I, there's been times where I, I haven't had enough time and I'm so you're doing, you know, 10 out of 12s for a, a, a week and a half and then eight shows a week. And it's like, I don't feel like, I feel like we're just roommates right now rather than, you know, in, in love married couple. And, and that, uh, that time together during this whole mess has been, has been great. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love the beard. I love the beard. Are you maintaining? Thanks, are you maintaining it? Are you? I'm, trying to. I'm not that good with that. With that, I'm trying to. I like oils. Trim, beard down. oils. I have some grays coming in, which is kind of weird. That ha yeah, that's why I don't have a beard. Um, <laughs> you gotta embrace it. It's a uh, sign of the, wisdom. The I guess, right? um, beard oils. Any tips uh, or? I, I haven't even dabbled yet. Do you have any? Really? They have them at Target now. There's so many different kinds. I mean, okay. there's so many options. Okay. It uh, might smell better for your wife. Sure. I should look into that. Yeah. <laughs> my my one-year-old definitely doesn't like me. Like anytime I try to like give him a hug or kiss him, he just kind of like pulls away because I think <laughs> I just scratch his face. So <laughs> I probably should work on that. Yeah. Beard, beard oil for your son. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, Caitlin. Are you there? Oh, I'm sorry, I have to do my thing. Let's take some fan questions. Literally, I'm never gonna learn. I'm never it's gonna okay. learn. You, Hi, I, Kayla. Hello. Okay, I, we, I have to do this one question just because this person has asked it many a times and I, I am also curious. Uh, Broadway fan on YouTube says, Corey, this is in all caps, Corey, with your beard, are you planning to play Jean Valjean or Jesus Christ? 
Oh my gosh. Actually, uh, pick one. Pick one or the other. I'm just uh, saying that you is, could do it. That might be the hardest decision if I I guess I gotta go with Valjean. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I gotta go with Valjean. Les Mis is the reason I'm an actor. It was the first show I ever did. So gotta go. Although oh. Jesus would be Jesus would be pretty epic too. But uh, yeah, Valjean. Big shoes Valjean. And, and, and thanks to Ramin Karamlu, you don't have to put on 60 pounds to play Valjean anymore. <laughs> He took no, care of that. Get, I, I have to become like an MMA fighter and learn. Like, <laughs> right. The, the, the pressure is the other way. <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Jean was like the most chiseled man ever to exist. When they added Ramin the rip, Ramin when they Ramin added Ramin. the rip open the shirt moment, oh that was just like, yeah, oh, it was it's iconic. Like you can sing a B flat like that. And the next thing you got to show off your six pack and it's like, all right, I'm done. I, I'm this made it Ramin. that much harder. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Well, a lot of people in the comments will be happy you chose Jean Valjean because there was okay. a little debate about that question. So we just need to clear the air first okay. and foremost. Okay, Caden, Caden and Lee Pugsley both want to know if you would ever want to write or direct a show in the future, either a play or a musical. Um, oh. I would definitely love to. I would definitely love to direct. Uh, I've I've dabbled in writing over the years, and and even the beginning of quarantine, I have a few, I have a few ideas for screenplays and stuff that I've outlined. I've realized I am not a writer though, a straight up not. I I can as an actor assess what I connect with that I think is like strong strong writing or weak writing, but I to sit down and write dialogue in like a you know um, Stephen Levinson way or something that to me is I don't know how those guys do that. Um, so yes. Uh, I would love to direct something um, and I would love to uh, outline and produce an idea that somebody else writes. That makes sense. <laughs> Collaboration. Yeah. Collabs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Brittany on Facebook wants to know, what do you think is the biggest challenge between shooting a TV series versus being on stage? That's a great question, Brittany. Um, I would say, the biggest challenge is how, how to not be so precious with the work on television mm -hmm. and film, um, especially in a position where I'm just one of the actors. I'm not a producer or even one of the, you know, part of the creative team or anything like that. You have to show up with your A game and be will be ready to do two or three takes maybe, and then move on. And, um, and if, if you didn't feel like you hit, you nailed it that day, it, it doesn't matter. There's a, there's a whole schedule of, of things that have to get hit and you got to really trust your director and your editors to make it look as, as good as possible. Um, that, that was a really big learning experience for me because <clears throat> on Broadway, when eight shows a week, you have, sometimes you have, you can do it twice a day and it's like, oh, I screwed up the matinee, but it's okay. I got tonight. I'll play with that and tinker with right. it, and make it better. Mm -hmm. Um, that that you get you got like a couple shots most of the time um in, in television at least i know film you know th that schedule work a little differently but in my experience it was you know there's some days we did two takes and that was it and um so yeah not just being will preparing and then doing it and trusting that it was it worked and and moving mm -hmm. on was was the biggest challenge for me yeah wait i'm inserting a fan question from this fan okay uh, how's your brother and, oh, I was oh, about to get and, that. I was about to, that was one of my next questions. And aren't they filming? They're filming uh, Riverdale now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, you know, he's he's whatever. <laughs> whatever he's, about him. No, he's good. He was here actually. Uh, he was here for five weeks in the early on in, in the quarantine, and then he went back to Vancouver, and then he came back actually, um, and about maybe a month ago, and we was here for two weeks, and we got to 
we got to hang and and uh, catch up and all that good stuff. And then he had to go back to quarantine for two weeks before they started shooting. And they're okay. I think they're maybe just finishing their first episode of this season or maybe the finale of the last season. I forget what they're doing because they didn't actually get to do their finale mm-hmm. last year. So, um, yeah, but he's good. He's doing really well. He's in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys ever going to do a, a Broadway musical together? Would that ever happen? Um, I will. Yes, I hope so. But we gotta this. I, we gotta do the right thing. I don't know what it would be. I mean, Blood Brothers obviously gets brought up a lot, but that's Blood Brothers. <laughs> blood, blood. Yeah. Mick, Mickey and what's it? Mickey and I forget the other one. I forget. Mickey's the bad boy. Who's the who would be the bad boy? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah there's. I I need obviously need to think about this a lot more. Sorry, and I didn't mean to. Like, I don't want to pressure you. My manager's gonna kill me. It's like his favorite show, and I'm forgetting all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, I think. Oh, uh, Jeff says Eddie. Eddie is the other. Oh, brother. thank you, thank Eddie. you, Eddie. Thank you, thank you, Eddie. Thank yeah, Mickey and Eddie. Yeah, thank you. No oh, problem. Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall could be the mom. Sure. Oh, that's true. Go on. Next. Yeah. We got it all planned out. We got it all planned oh, out. Oh, or Floyd Collins. Floyd Collins is bro- that could be oh. brother. Those, those are brothers. Oh, yeah. And that's one of my dream roles too. So I could see that happening. It's yeah. ready for that. That show's ready to come back. The Riddle There's song. There's been a, yeah. I love yeah. that show yeah. now. I've just I just found out about that show a few oh, it's the best. days ago. Okay. So that question that Paul Paul had. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm okay. done. I'm out. No, sorry, no, no, real no. fans. <laughs> One of those two kind of goes along. A lot of people in the comments just want to know when is there going to be, when are you going to make an appearance on Riverdale? Corey? <laughs> that is the question of all questions. Is it? I, just, I, I have to ask because everyone is asking. So I just have to put it out there. It's a, it's up to Mr. Roberto over there. I've, yeah. I've, we, we did, we did a reading together a couple of years ago and I said, Hey, anytime you want me to come in and play, the, the older, you know, washed up, you know, older brother or whatever just, <laughs> who, who gave up. You could come from back. like a rival gang, another one. Yeah. Another some, rival gang. Or long lost brother uh, who's maybe uh, w- w- was sent to a, you know, juvenile delinquency camp or something and then came back. I don't sure. know what it is. Um, yeah, something. there's something in there. They just, I'm game. Whenever they're ready, I'm Corey's ready. I'm here. I will go to Vancouver and... I'll I'll be there. Uh, it's it's Great. a matter of uh, it's just a matter of them them wanting it too. <laughs> so you're not like you're not like lurking. You're not like lurking around on the set like in full <laughs> oh, makeup. I have been right, a couple right. times. I've kind of been like, hey, got rules. Do you need me to stand no? in? Okay. No. Be, I'm back. I'm back. Um, no, I've gone a couple times. I want to go this fall. I, I would love to try and go. It's kind of obviously tricky with with COVID and everything, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Say the word, say the word, and 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 uh, Calvin Keller will be there. You know? Oh, there we go. <laughs> I just, Got a name down it. everything. Kevin and Calvin. <laughs> oh. Oh, All gosh. right, Miss, Mr. Croycott, we've kept you too long. Thank you so much for joining us. Everyone, check out Filthy Rich. I'm going to be there. It's tonight, tonight. 9 o'clock Eastern time Ooh. on Fox. Or do what I'm going to do, stream it on Hulu tomorrow. You know, I mean, there's options. There's options nowadays. 21st century Paul. There you go. But that's great that they like, they tell you that from the get go that you can, you know, you know, your options going in. Uh, So good to see you. Have fun with that family of yours. And hopefully we'll see you on stage again Uh, one day soon. Floyd Collins, 2020. Floyd Collins, Floyd Collins, 2022. 
Um, trending hashtag. Uh, okay. Make it work. All right. Thank you, Caitlin. See you guys. Will you please Bye. take us out? Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another fun episode of Live at Five Home Edition. You can follow along where we get your podcast by searching for hashtag Live at Five and hitting that subscribe button. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. We talk to Tony winner Harriet Harris all about her role on the new hit TV show Ratchet. And taking us out today is a little clip of birthday boy uh, Billy Porter singing Love Yourself with his cast of Pose and a few other stage people you'll definitely recognize. <laughs>